Welcome to the Twins Tale Podcast. I am Natalie Diaz, your host. I'm also the founder of Twiniversity and the author of What to Do When You're Having To. You know what, guys? In the past 10 years of being a twin parenting professional, I have met such extraordinary families. And the one thing that I have learned is that we could learn something from every single one of them. And that's what this podcast is about. We're going to meet families from all over the country in different stages of their twin parenting journey, and we're going to get an insider's look on what time their kids are going to bed, how do they deal with sibling rivalry, what is their biggest success to date. I can't wait for you to meet these amazing families. Guys, welcome to Twinstown. So your twins have finally made their grand entrance into the world. Congratulations and welcome to the Twin Parenting Club. Now what? Well, the Twiniversity First Year with Twins resource is definitely the place to start. We have plenty of information and resources to help you navigate twin parenting. Our tips come from our very own experienced twin parents around the world. These parents have been there, done that, and they're ready to share the tips and tricks with you. Here's a snippet from week one. All hands on deck. You and your partner need to work as a team. If two parents are equally caring for two newborns and the division of labor is fair, you will have a much easier time. If only one parent is doing the majority of the heavy lifting, it'll take a toll on your relationship. Make a game plan early on about dividing up feedings, diaper changes, chores, and more. So for more infant tips and more tips of our first year with twins, visit twiniversity.com slash first year. Yay! Today we are talking to an international Twiniversity mom. Melanie is over in the UK and is a twin boy mom to uh, Ollie and Toby, who I told her at the end. You won't hear me say this, but they're like such UK names and they're so sweet. But I, I'm excited for you to hear about it. Her her twins are three and a half years old. They are a product of IVF, just like my 20s. Um, also another wonderful, uneventful pregnancy. I, I just can't wait. But I know that a lot of times people think like, you know, raising twins, my experience with raising twins is different than anybody else's experience raising twins. And while that's true, you're going to see that there is a heck of a lot of similarities. No matter where you are in the universe, the only thing that changes is the stuff and the geography, right? Or the topography, shall I say, or the, the climate. But it's we, we're going through a lot of the same things. And you're going to hear that she's going to talk about her potty training experience, the experience that she had getting them into kind of big boy beds, what they're doing on a daily basis, their preschool, their bedtime routine, all that good stuff. So without further ado, here is my good friend, Melanie. Melanie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I, I'm, I'm definitely am more excited. I can't wait to hear about the dudes and I want to learn like everything. Okay. So the boys are now three and a half years old. They are. Yeah. They're going to be married and working any second. This is right around the corner. It feels like that at the moment. (laughs) They're changing so quickly, becoming so independent already. I'm like, oh blows me away well this is what happens unfortunately I think yeah. a lot of times people get stuck in in like the baby world and you don't realize that this is creeping up really really quickly around the corner yeah it's, it's funny because they 
they actually grow up quicker than I ever thought if that makes sense the things they're doing now already at three and a half I'm like oh, I didn't realize you'd be doing that already the conversations we have I'm like oh how does this happen? Well, as the saying goes, the days are long, but the years are short. Mm, it's true, isn't it? Same. Cliche, that's, but very true. It is. It's, it's remarkable how quickly time goes. Now, Melanie, what I want to know kind of the, the pre-story to the three and a half, like how was your pregnancy? Mm-hmm. How was your delivery? How was your first kind of introduction into becoming a twin mom? Yeah. So the boys were actually out a positive result of our fourth round of IVF so we'd obviously wanted children for quite a long time um, and were unsuccessful in three rounds and then we got to the fourth and thought you know we actually went into the room to have our like our transfer and the lady said I think we should put two in this time Um, you know it's your fourth go let's try and give you more of a chance I thought okay she said, what's the worst that can happen? You'll have twins. <laughs> and if I'm honest, I genuinely thought it wouldn't. I thought at the most we may, uh, we may end up with one and that would be amazing. So let's go for it. And then um, two weeks later, obviously we tested and knew I was pregnant. And then at seven weeks found out there was two and it had wow. double worked. So I think we were lucky because we were obviously super happy Um that it was twins although it kind of still shocked me and it is I think it's a little bit overwhelming however you find out um but we were happy it was definitely a a pleasant surprise rather than a you know a bad one oh that's well yeah after after going through IVF you get so used to or you get you know you get so used to not being as hopeful as possible I think of that first round of IVF most people people are like yes it's happening but then as you start to have negative results it just Mm. gets really deflating so yeah you do yeah. You get used to nose you just so I think then you you become a little bit negative or a little bit wondering if it will happen but I think then you really don't think that you will end up with twins or that you'd have to so it's kind of yeah we're very oh lucky I felt. well I, I'm in yeah. the IVF boat as well so it is I'm oh, so you know what it's like it's just yeah it's a I long do. journey but it's it's worth it now I feel like it was meant to be now, how was your pregnancy? Was it a very exciting or totally uneventful? It would, to be fair, it was totally uneventful. As Beautiful. in, I was so lucky. I, I, you know, it's like you set yourself up, don't you? Because when you find out it's twins, you get told you're high risk. And I was under a consultant and I had nothing. I was really lucky. They were very easy. And um, I really enjoyed being pregnant, to be fair. Um, and yeah, I was, re- I was just really lucky. So how was your delivery? Was it quick? Like, did did your, did, was it a scheduled C-section? What was your delivery like? Yeah. So it was a bit of, I couldn't decide what I wanted to do right up until 36 weeks. And then I had my scan and she said there were some uh, issues with blood flow in the cord and we're going to have to take them out this week. So we think you should have a C-section. And then they booked me and that was like the Monday they booked me in for the Wednesday mm-hmm. and then but when I went in the Wednesday there wasn't any space in my hospital so then they sent me to another hospital um, and they didn't actually then that was on the Thursday and they actually came on the Friday by c-section um, but even that it was classed as an emergency at that point but it didn't feel like that it was very calm we had a playlist we had music playing it was 
it was a happy kind of occasion. Um, it was, they were born at quarter to 12 at night. So I was, I hadn't really slept for like three days. Wow. So I was pretty exhausted. Um, and we, we were told they would probably need to go into special care, but they actually didn't. They were, they were fine. They were good weights and they were doing well. So how big yeah, were they? Again, super lucky. So Toby was 514 and Ollie was six pounds. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Indeed. So they were, they were pretty, I've been, I was surprised. Um, yeah. So, and they were, they were good. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Okay. We love uneventful pregnancies and deliveries. That's the best case scenario. It's, yeah, I do. I did feel really lucky. Now, fast forward three and a half years mm, You're yeah. here at this point, what is a typical day like in your home? So we have kind of like a half a week. So the boys are now at preschool. Uh, which they do three days a week, uh, which they just started when they were three. So those kind of days of getting up, getting them to preschool. And then I work three days a week. Um, and then so that's like a Monday to Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday and the weekend are kind of our time to just relax and not be in a rush to get them out the door, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is usually fun. Now, what, uh, what time are they waking up in the morning? Oh, well, unfortunately, they've always been early risers. Um, they probably wake. It's a difficult twin, isn't it? Ollie's always <laughs> been an early riser and will wake Toby up every morning. Uh, they're in beds now, which has been a whole new <laughs> experience. Um, and so he gets out of his bed and he's like, Toby, Toby, it's time to play now. And then I try and get in there quickly when I hear him to be like, just let Toby sleep never happens and so then they're both up I'd say about quarter past six if they're not in my bed already sadly uh they do like to come in in the night and can I get in your bed (laughs) so let's talk about the the bed so when did you move them into big boy beds so they were I think they're in there for the bed though they were probably about three um I to be fair held it out as long as I could because I knew they're both very active and Mm -hmm chatty and I knew what they were going to be like so I kind of kept putting it off but then they started to climb out the cot which then it got a bit dangerous mm-hmm. and I must say it was probably the hardest thing for me that we've done so far because they just didn't want to stay in them yeah um, and it just was fun for them that they could you know they had like bed guards on they just kept getting out basically quite a lot so it took a few weeks of like training and just like persisting and just sticking with it um but now touch wood six months on I would say there we're at a pretty good stage once they go to bed they won't get out most of the time the mornings you know they do like to play but that's fine I can cope with that Mm -hmm. not so bad but yeah it was interesting how did you how like when you made the decision okay we're going to beds what were the steps that you took to make that happen so their cots that they had could turn into beds. So we okay. took off the side. So we did explain that to them for like building up to that because I wanted them to kind of be aware of what was happening and that we were going to do this and just so they knew what was happening. So we took the sides off and then we did it with when they were out one day. So we kind of then got them little duvets and we changed their bedding just so that it was kind of like a little bit of fun. So it was mm-hmm. kind of exciting for them. And then they came home and we were like, Look, you know, you've got big boy beds. And they were so excited. Aww. I think too excited. <laughs> because then they just the fact they could just get out and 
it was just, you know, good fun. But I think that's really, you know, we just kind of made it, tried to make it a bit of fun and talk to them. You know, you need to stay in your beds. You know, if you stay in your beds, we actually had a little reward chart up. So if they stayed in their beds, then they could put a star on their chart. And if they stayed in there for the week, you know, they'd get a treat, that kind of thing. Um, and that helped, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I used to sit in there. It was nice because when they're in cots, it's hard to read to them, I used to find. Whereas now I can sit in the middle and have them each side of me and read them a story. And that kind of calms them down. So that's quite nice. Quite enjoy that side of it. That's beautiful. But yeah. What's your bedtime routine like? So like, what time are you putting them in? Are they getting baths every night? Are you, who's picking the book? What does that kind of evening look like? Yeah. So we, we probably bath them every other night, I would say. They've, they've just started to get into showers, uh, which is quite sweet. So sometimes in the morning, they'll be like, can I have a shower? I'm like, sounds so grown up. Mm. Um, so yeah, but generally we'll have a bath every other night and then straight out the bath, they'll get ready. And then I let them pick a book each. So we'll generally do two books. They'll always want more. Um, but yeah, they get to pick one each and then literally I will sit and read to them. Usually I have to lay with them for a little bit. They'll say, can you lay with me? So I'll just lay on the floor for like 10 minutes with them. And then they're actually really good. I'm very lucky. They generally will then go off to sleep um, as long as I've tied them out enough in the, in the day. And I've noticed since preschool, they're just exhausted. So most of the time they will then go off and I can have an evening. That sounds beautiful. But yeah, if we so don't have a bath. What time is that? What time are you putting them in? So I would say we go out for a bath about half past six. Okay. And then ideally they'd be in bed for like seven, quarter past seven. Um, yeah, in the hope they'll be asleep by half past seven at the latest. It seems to. Yeah, that's the perfect bedtime. Because then you just yeah. have enough time to do things for yourself. What do you Sit do down. in your free time? Oh, free time. Well, <laughs> um so one of two things either come downstairs and just sit down maybe put on a face mask watch some Netflix and literally just relax um I have another little side business which I do so then often my evening is taken up doing that as well so that kind of takes up my other like free time um but I enjoy it so that's fine um but yeah just seeing friends but most of the time you know what it's like I get to the end of the day and I'm so especially in the days I'm actually with them I'm so yeah. exhausted that I'm quite happy to just sit on the sofa and have some relaxing time oh I love it now, <laughs> what what are some of the things that you're surprised about about becoming a twin mom so right we we weren't sure like you had your whole life and you were thinking okay mm. you know this is I, I'm, I want kids this is what I want to happen what have been some of the the wonderful surprises of parenthood I think there's the good and the not the bad but this the more surprising for me uh on the good side like just watching them together is like I never even imagined that even though I always wanted more than one their friendship, how, especially now as they get older, just, it, I think it's just, you know, it's so lovely and special mm. that that's definitely kind of my highlight. I think I'm, I'm, I'm fairly like laid back, confident person. I was like twins, that's fine. I will carry on and take them here and there. And then when they were little, I had so much kind of anxiety going out alone with them that that kind of surprised me. I hadn't expected that feeling of like oh I can't do that 
because I just I just can't do it on my own with them or a lot of my friends at the time were having babies too and they had one and they'd be like come here do this and I just think I can't I can't do it on my own it's this is gonna happen I'd kind of constantly go to like the negatives or the what could happen and and that surprised me because I didn't think I was like that if that makes mm-hmm. sense um but I think talking to other twin mums it's quite common um to have that like panic I mean sometimes even now at three and a half I still think okay when I get there how am I going to cope what's going to happen and I feel like we have to know everything so that I can rest my mind as to what's going to happen can I see them both can this happen where's the car park all those little things of having two little people to be responsible of I guess that was yeah I wasn't expecting that feeling as such you know, before we started taping, you said like with you being in the UK, you weren't sure, you know, about being on kind of our American podcast. But as I explained, there's no difference. Like it literally, no. like every twin parent, no matter where you are, we all have kind of the same, we have to plan for A through F every single day because that's what brings, it's not even what makes us feel comfort or less anxious. It's just reality. It's just like, if you, you know, if you know that you're baking a cake, you know, you need to have certain ingredients. I think when it comes to twin parenting, you have to have certain ingredients to make your day go. It's not even like, but I, some people take it as like, oh, I'm being type A and controlling and anxious, but it's really not, you know, a baker does not see having eggs in the fridge as being anxious or type A. It's just what it is. Yeah. And I feel like if that if you have all, all those ingredients ready mm-hmm. and you're planned, then you can just get on with it a lot easier. And I'm always trying to think ahead of all, all the things that could happen. Like mm-hmm. my husband's like, why are you even thinking about that? I'm like, because if I just plan for that, that could happen, then I'm ready for if it does happen. If I don't plan for it and it happens, we're all going to be stressed. That <laughs> so is, I, I wholeheartedly hear you. I, and- I'm an over-organizer now. <laughs> There's one thing they've definitely taught me. So you really weren't previous, you thought that you'd be like more of a laid back, go with the flow parent? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to go to all the baby classes, I'm going to just get out all the time, and me and my friends are going to go for coffee, we're going to do this and that, and maternity leave is just going to be this lovely, easy time, me and my babies, but, and it was lovely, but I didn't go to many baby classes that I thought I would, you know, I couldn't take them swimming on my own, sometimes just sitting and having a coffee, yeah in those newborns you know we have to feed them all the time I was like oh, I can't feed them here and they had reflux and just all these things that kind of then overtook me and my yeah. my worrying then made me probably stay in more than I ever thought I would but you know we've got lots of snuggles <laughs> what what are some of the things that you've learned in your three and a half years that you would you know tell a, a parent of newborn twins like what are some of the things that you figured out that you're mm. like oh I wish that I, I had started this sooner I think my biggest one is to find other twin mum friends um we started to go to then like a local twin club um and it, even that I was nervous going to even though I knew everyone was going to be a twin parent I was still nervous but even now three years on I'm still friends with a whole group from there we still see each other every week and if I hadn't have once I found them mm-hmm. my little tribe then I things definitely were just better whether that was just through texting them and being like oh good lord you know or 
meeting up with them because we all understood where was practical for us to go, what was going to be best. Um, so definitely don't be like, even if it's like through Instagram or it, mm. wherever it is, don't be afraid to find your, your people. If, if you don't know anyone with twins, find a way, find them, talk to them and let them, you know, be kind of your people, I think is definitely something I wish I'd just done a little bit earlier. I think in those first months, that would have really helped me knowing them. Oh, absolutely. So, I know. mean, there's, there's a lot of places around, unfortunately, that do not have local twin clubs. And uh, we have our, our local twin, our local twin club. We have a twiniversity club that meets um, on, I think it's the second Monday of each month. I'll, we'll put the information below, but it's on zoom. So you could actually see each other's faces and yep. we're getting, you know, more of an international crowd because like I said, it doesn't matter where no, you're from, just... but we need each other. It's a need. Yeah. It's, not, it's not even a want. I don't know. I do not personally know what I would have done without my fellow twin parents mm. when the twins were little. And yeah. that's why kind of Twiniversity started. Cause I'm like, what is, what are we doing here? Why are we always trying to reinvent this, this parenting wheel, which is literally how I say it, because it's just so silly. You know, yeah. we could learn and we need each other psychologically, you know, physically, like yeah. it's, it's a need. So besides finding a twin parent, um, twin parents, which is critical, what is, are some things that you've done throughout your day that you're like, oh, you know, I, I wish that I could get them to do this. Or I've noticed because especially with having boys, you know, perhaps mm. maybe you've had issues of sharing or competition, oh. like is are you handling it the way that you'd like to handle it or have you learned how to handle it a specific way how is that going yeah I think I mean boys are a handful I think that their energy is like incredible um, and mine are very uh boisterous might be the word they have a lot of energy um and there is a lot of fighting and it has driven me driven me crazy to be honest in lockdown I did like a mini like a parenting toddler toddler like behavior kind of course which has helped me loads to kind of get my head around how can I help this and help myself basically deal with this especially in lockdown because then there wasn't even anywhere to get them out to to Mm -hmm. stop the fighting Uh, we live by timers in this house so we have a timer in our mantelpiece and they even get it now it's fascinated me so if there's some a toy that they're playing with which they both want then we'll say right you know Toby has it for this amount of time we'll use the timer and then after that is Ollie's turn and now if one of them goes for a toy and it's like oh I want to play with it they'll just run and they'll go mom can we do the timer mm-hmm. can we do the timer and we use that now for so many things and that's been a really good help because they I don't know why but they just seem to go with that and understand that okay well that's I won't play with it for that time so that's been a really good uh, kind of tip that's helped me manage them um and just wearing them out constantly in the garden anything where they can just run about and get their energy out is important for for all of us <laughs> absolutely just in let this house go. it's yeah the more we can be outside the better which in the UK unfortunately is <laughs> unfortunately i think it's yeah your weather is similar to a lot of our Mm. country like the the 
not as pleasant as say Florida would be for us with the sunshine yeah. out oh, every single day. Oh, oh, that would be nice. The grass is always jealous. Better, though. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. It. Like literally, it's so we, true. we can never win, no matter where you are. <laughs> you could never win. So now, with two and a half, how are you finding? I mean, three and a half. How are you? Have you given much thought about you know reconnecting with your husband and trying to? You know, because it's it's such a big shift from going from, mm, you know, yes. a family of two having some fertility struggles and then, you know, popping up to a family of four. How has your your relationship changed and is it still developing? How is your marriage going now that you're a parent of twins? Yeah. I would say with now here at three and a half, I we're super lucky. We're still very much a team um and are in a good place if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I would say the first year was like it's like survival mode as in we were a really good team we definitely like I always say to him he had to help so much more than probably even a lot of men do because there's two it was constantly one each you know I'm gonna need help Um, and I would say we just didn't really do much it was just everything was focused on on them Mm-hmm. basically um and then we kind of came up for air after a year and was like okay we've made it through a year I then went back to work kind of felt like right what do I want to do now do I want to go back do I want to stay off but I decided to go back for three days a week so that sort of gave me back a bit of something for me in a way mm-hmm. which I think helped um and now I think by three and a half we're at a good we have you know my parents look after them for us um like in two weeks we've just booked to go away for our anniversary so we're gonna try and now have one like even if it's just a weekend away together once Mm -hmm. a year at least just for that reason because I think it's so easy to get just lost in just the kids I mean it is our main topic of conversation of course and it's Mm -hmm. what our life revolves around but you know we've been together since we were 17 um I'm 37 now so it's it's you know it's been a long kind of but we stuck it out this far so I feel like we've just got to keep you know making sure that there are those moments for just us Mm -hmm. and you know making sure we still have some fun and things so yeah I think that's important but we're lucky to have help a lot of help around us you are so your family is close to you yeah my mom is literally like lives in the house just behind me it's like a five minute walk which has been a godsend to be honest I mean yeah she she picks them up from school for me and yeah it's great oh that's fantastic yeah, yeah. you get like it's if you help. if you could live by family I think that's another besides finding your local twin moms yeah yeah definitely it's but it's tough because a lot of people try to to figure out like once they hear that they're having twins let's say they live in a small home or an apartment or whatever. And if you, you have family nearby, people are like, well, we need the space. So it's always like, sometimes people have to choose between, do I need more space or do I need my family for those people that are making those decisions? What do you think is more important that they have more space or more help? Oh, I mean, that's, that's a tough one because now that they're three and a half, like I'm like, we need more space. (laughs) However, I, I, for me personally, I don't think I could have coped as, as half as I did Mm -hmm. without having my parents close by. They were around a lot just to help me because sometimes it just, even just through feeding Mm -hmm. or just to have someone there sometimes if one was ill, you think about all those things when one of them's ill and you don't want to take them both to the doctors or the hospital or 
work and suddenly you're ill or they're ill and you need someone like for me they having them close makes my life a whole lot less stressful space is important but I think for me family is more of a help to me well that is yeah I feel the same way yeah Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that boat it is it is a tough one and it depends on you know, where you live and there's so many factors involved, but yeah, an extra pair of hands, especially an extra pair of hands that you trust, you know, that 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 shares blood with them is always nice. So yeah, yeah, help help would, would be really nice. I mean, if you get it now, Melanie, how has potty training gone? Mm. Like, have you started with that? What's going on with the potty world? So to be, we are all done. We are done and dusted. They are fully potty trained day and night. Um, so I started last summer. So they were about two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, purely because of lockdown. It was sunny. We were going to be stuck at home. I was like, okay, they're showing all the signs, really. I might as well just bite the bullet and do it. I thought they were both ready. So I started doing them both. But then soon realized that Ollie was, was not. Um, so I stopped him. Toby so he wasn't too bad he picked it up pretty quickly it was a little bit stressful um and it was a little bit stressful at the beginning doing them both just well yeah I mean you know what it's like it was just potties everywhere and yeah. they always wanted to go at the same time <laughs> so just one as soon as one wanted to go the other one was like oh I need to go okay 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 just quick you know they never give you much warning so um but Ollie was just having a lot of accidents so we stopped him Toby was then done fairly quickly and then about a month later so fair sort of time mm-hmm. um, we started on Ollie again and then he got it fairly quickly I think after watching Toby he kind of thought okay and he actually said to me oh mummy can I wear pants today and I was like oh okay yeah that's fine and then then got it quite quite quickly so it was a bit stressful and I would say take like we had like a travel potty that I took and I still have it in the car even now um because going out was definitely my most nerve-wracking thing especially on my own um but yeah we got we got through it and it is doable and it's so much nicer now it's done yes now I'm like oh, just glad it's over it's, funny. <laughs> it's like the first thing you get rid of is bottles right and then the next yeah it's thing like things rid of isn't is it diaper. yeah yeah and you're it's like, like a tick box yeah and you you learned that you're you're raising little men now I know, you know? I think we did I, for me it felt like potty training and then beds they were fairly close together I was like oh, it feels like these are the last two things that take us out of like baby or even toddler land like once yeah. like now they're potty trained and in beds I'm like wow sit now it's not that you know obviously getting them into school is probably my next big thing Mm -hmm. I'm like god just you know so it was yeah I felt like they were growing up but but now it's just so much easier just to take them out and not have to worry about it do you do you ever sit back and realize that like how great you've done like, do you ever take a moment oh. and kind of reflect <laughs> on, because it's, there's, you know, it, everybody lives a different life, right? But there's some yep. times where no matter how difficult things have been before or how easy they've been, when you're raising twins, it's, it's like climbing Everest. Like it's mm. this, this unbelievable sense of accomplishment. Have you had a minute to digest that and see kind of what, wh- wh- how far you've come? Yeah, I guess I do. I mean, I often sit back and just think, 
oh my god I can't I still can't believe we have twins and you know that they are where they are and how well they're doing and I'm like I, I suppose yeah it is a it is a feeling of I've kind of done it as in I feel like I've done that first part of their life I guess I see it in like little stages you know mm-hmm. we're not far off four and it's like okay that first chunk is done and actually yeah I guess I do think okay we've we've done it well we've well we've done it the best we can let's put it that way um and yeah I probably need to do it more to be honest <laughs> you really <laughs> should some credit it's, it's such <sighs> a feat and um, unless you stop and take a moment to digest everything that you've mm. had because it is it's so monumentous I mean, you yeah. know, a lot of us think that we're going to have one baby, then we find out that we're having two, and then it's just run, 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 having the plans yeah, from A to true. F, and we, we're, our brain is we like don't stop. changed. Yeah, it's definitely like a non-stop wheel, isn't it? Like you never, yeah. you never come off of it. So yeah, that's true. What's been some of the best parts about having two? Oh, I think oh, there's so many, really. I mean, there are there are all the negatives and the hard bits, but there's so many positives and so many nice bits. Um, for me, just the fact that they have each other is by far my favourite thing and what I'm just so glad about. Um, but we've had so many, like, well, before lockdown and everything, but so many lovely, like, holidays and, you know, chances just to spend with them that, you know, that just is kind of like my highlights of just being able to sit back and watch them do you know be at the beach or be somewhere and just think one is how lucky are they that they have each other to play with uh we just got back this week from camping to see how that was which went well um but they just played together the whole time and I was like god actually we're so lucky as hard as the arguing is when it goes well it it goes well and to sit back and watch them just play together is is such a nice kind of feeling. Oh, twins are the best, but I think that we're yeah. partial. I think well, we're this is, you know, this is more thing. Definitely, <laughs> we're definitely partial. I, I honestly can't thank you enough for joining no, thank us today. you. It's been good fun just to chat about twins. I love it. Isn't it? It's, it's great. <laughs> and you get to do it with your friends locally and we get to do it here at Twiniversity, but it's, it's, it really is no matter where you are on this planet, we're all feeling the same thing and yeah, we're all I think it's true. united by this, this common core of, oh my gosh, there's two and there's only one of me. Yeah. What am I going to do about this? Yeah, definitely. It has a mixture of highs and lows to me. It's, you know, it's, an, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> it is, it is, and it's going to get so much more fun. I actually could promise you. Now, I think, now yeah, I do feel like that. It turns. Yeah, I feel like takes... we're getting to the fun stage. Yeah, so, you know, it's a bit easier. A little bit of independence makes a big difference. I'm noticing. Oh, I'm so excited for you. It's going to get so much fun. I promise. I promise, <laughs> Melanie. Thank you so so much for playing with thank us today. Thank you. That oh. was fun. Guys, and if you have any questions for Melanie or for I, don't forget, you could always email us at community at twiniversity.com or you could send us a direct message on any social platform out there. We're just at Twiniversity on everything. And uh, please, if you did like this podcast and you're like, you know what, Melanie isn't the worst and I do want to meet, <laughs> I want to meet other twin parents, make sure that you subscribe and, you know, feel free to leave us a review because that can hurt. So until next time, guys, see you later, alligators. Thank you so much.
Hey friends, it's Julie, the Twiniversity Wizard, and I am here to tell you about a new class that we just released that I think you are really going to dig. It is called the Complete Baby Safety Course. Now this course is on demand, which means that it's a series of videos that you could take on your own schedule at any time of the day or night. And you and your partner can watch it together, you could watch it separately, you could share it with grandma, your nanny, it's gonna be great for the whole family. So what's included in the course? Infant, toddler, and child CPR. Infant, toddler, and child choking, also known as the Heimlich Maneuver. You're also going to learn first aid for uh, infants, toddlers, and children. Car seat safety for those ages as well. And child proofing, how you're gonna get your house ready for when your babies start moving around, right? So the class is offered as a three-month access or a five-year access. I really feel like the five-year access is gonna be phenomenal for you because you're gonna be able to go back and watch it whenever you need to. You can come back every year on their birthday and watch it again uh, to refresh on CPR methods and to figure out like, oh no, we're moving from infant seats to convertible seats, how does that work? So for more information, visit twiniversity.com safety and I hope you enjoy it.